We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Darling, my sweetheart, how are you on this lovely, lovely day? So have you really considered and claimed what you like about you? Have you consciously claimed the qualities and characteristics and traits that make you unique and interesting, maybe unusual, quirky, and I'm certain wonderful, awesome, and lovable? Have you really considered those things? And now have you considered the things that maybe you don't like about yourself or the Things about you that, you know, maybe you don't have great affection for, maybe don't love about yourself. Are these things that maybe you are ashamed of, that you're not proud of? This has been really, really, really helpful for me to consider the things that I like about myself. And I would say that it's uh, at this point in my life anyway, that I'm essentially kind. I'm happy. I have sincere intentions to make the world a better place. I think I'm pretty generous. I think I'm fun. I like those things about me. Some things I don't like about me. Hmm. Well, that would be that I'm, I'm just clumsy. <laughs> I was watching this show the other day and I think it's called, it's uh, Lucifer. My husband was watching it and I heard someone say, oh, how far can a celestial being and a first time human body really go. And I feel sometimes that I'm star stuff stuffed into this body and it's so awkward. I'm so awkward. It's clumsy. It's annoying. It's um, gravity's weird. <laughs> and I find myself dropping things a lot and um, it's just awkward. And I don't love that about me, but I've decided rather than judging it, which I used to in the past, is to, to be amused with it and um, have compassion for it and laugh about it. So I did this with my sister recently, and I would invite you to consider this as well. What are the things you like about you? And my sister said, well, I like that I'm nice. I like that I'm, I give people grace. And I thought that was so beautiful and very accurate. She's one of the most kind and generous people I know. And I said, what do you not like about you, Tonda? And she goes, I don't like that I don't extend that grace to me. And she goes, you know, I didn't even know that was in there until you asked the question. And sometimes that can be the case. It's not until we ask the question that the answer can show up. And it's about asking the questions in the right way. So I said, well, Tonda, why don't you extend yourself that grace that you extend to others? So easily and generously. And she goes, I don't know, I guess it's just a habit. And so much of who we are and how we roll is a habit until we decide to open our mind to another possibility or ask the right question or things get really uncomfortable and we decide to do things differently. We just keep going the direction we're going. We've taken what's been handed down to us and we just keep going that direction until maybe we hit a wall or fall down or Life becomes unworkable. I know that was the case for me. So then I asked her a question. Asking open-ended questions can be such a great way to guide people towards their own knowingness, their own wisdom. 
And then that's when profound transformation and revelation can occur. So I said, Tonda, how can you start to extend that grace to you? She said, maybe I could just start to be a little kinder to myself instead of pushing through. Maybe I could make an appointment with the doctor to find out what's going on with my back. Maybe get some acupuncture. Maybe just start having those kinds of conversations to get more educated about what's going on with me. She's been pushing through a lot of pain for a long time. And she goes, maybe rather than being stoic, I can um, just be gentle. And I was very proud of her. And um, I think she's making good on that promise and that awareness that she had. So my question for you is, what do you like about yourself? What are some of the qualities, the characteristics, the traits that you like about you? And now what are some of the things that maybe you don't like? Can you start to open your mind to the possibility of meeting those things that you don't find awesome or lovely, that you're not easily fond of? Can you meet those places with an open heart, with compassion, and say to yourself or ask the question, how can I do things differently? Is there another way to look at this? How can I become kinder and more gentle, gentle with my thoughts and beliefs and make friends with these qualities or characteristics? How can they inform me? How can I use this information? to support me in becoming a more well-rounded, whole, congruent, peaceful and aligned human being. So for me, in regards to my clumsiness, I decided to smile at it instead of frown at it. (laughs) I decided to laugh instead of be angry. I decided to make peace with this fact about me. And as I have, I found my husband laughing a lot. (laughs) He sees me run into a wall or something and he just shakes his head. As I'm more affectionate and kind and amused with myself, I find that other people are as well. Somebody was describing me the other day as wise and whimsical and goofy. (laughs) I thought that was lovely. I thought that was fine because it's true. As we accept ourselves, warts and all, as we can bring compassion and kindness and affection to the places inside of us that maybe we used to judge, we start to soften, we start to relax, we start to become more whole. And as we become more whole, we start to attract more beautiful things in our lives. We start to attract all that is ours by divine right. If you've hung out with me at all, I'm sure you've heard me share this quote with you. It's one of my very favorites and it boils things down to, I think, um, such a clear place, brass tacks, if you will. Be really whole and all things will come to you. It's a quote from Latsu. Be really whole and all things will come to you. So as we celebrate the things we love about ourselves and as we integrate and accept with compassion and love, maybe the things that we don't, we become more whole. And as we become whole, we become a magnet. We become a magnet for grace, support, ease, miracles, prosperity, and great love.
At least that's been my experience. So if you're up for it, I would, I would suggest getting a piece of paper, writing down the things you like about you, writing down the things that maybe you don't like about you, and then ask yourself, how can I be more compassionate? How can I be more kind? How can I cultivate more amusement and affection for these things that uh, haven't been easy about me or that I haven't naturally loved, the things that I've judged? And as you soften around those things and integrate those things and allow them to be part of your quirky, unusual, unique self, as they become an, ing- an accepted ingredient in the the overall recipe and cake of who you are, you can start to blossom, unfold, and become this kaleidoscope of of joy and beauty and celebration on this planet of duality and chaos. You can start to become the unique being that you were designed and created to be. And this is when I believe that we can start to experience a lot more heaven on earth days in our lives. When we're accepting rather than judging. When we are in, infect, in affection rather than, than judgment. When we are in peace. That's when we can experience more grace. We don't have to pretend, posture, and pose. We don't have to be perfect. We understand that our perfection comes from being loving. And that really does have to start and end within ourselves. How can we be an authentically loving presence in the world if we don't have authentic love and compassion for ourselves? I don't think it can be really on that foundation, that solid, solid foundation, unless we cultivate those qualities form within ourselves. And once we do, then it's like we don't have to be so... um, laser being focused on what we do in the world. It's more about our quality of beingness. It's like we're motivated and inspired with this, um, I guess our gas in the tank is propelling us from that place of acceptance and love. And I've become a lot less obsessed and consumed with my um, effectiveness and doing this in the world once I relaxed into this um, exquisite quality of beingness. It's been really a relief. And it's interesting because even though I don't feel like I'm doing much, I get more positive feedback in my life these days that who I am and how I am inspires others. Somebody had written to me on Facebook the other day and said, Tammy, I was just speaking to my boyfriend about you and how you seem to exude this confidence and this joy. And I aspire to be that way someday. And I thought that was so interesting and so lovely. I'm not trying to prove anything to anyone. I'm just living this really lovely life in alignment with my creator. And uh, it's, it's incredible how things around me have shifted without any efforting. I feel now the wind is at my back and I'm riding the wave. Took a lot of work to get out to that wave. <laughs> But now that um, I've relaxed and I trust the process of life, I'm riding that wave of grace. And it's taking me, I guess, to where waves go, which is, I guess, the shore. I've also gotten the message, stop fighting to go up the river. Relax and allow the river to carry you. And initially that caused me a bit of panic. And I said, but God, where's the river going? And he said, well, where all rivers go, to the ocean. So I'm enjoying the journey 
I'm enjoying the journey. I'm enjoying the journey. And I hope you are as well. You know, sometimes in the morning when I'm meditating, at the very end, I'll say, God, do you have a message for me? I start my morning counting my blessings and going over everything I'm grateful for. And then I set my intentions for the day. Today, my intention was to connect with you from the heart and with love. And then I imagine God just pouring down grace and love and absorbing and receiving that and accepting that into every cell and atom of my beingness. And then I complete our time together, my meditation in the morning, asking God if he has a message. And the most frequent message I hear is relax, trust the process, and enjoy the journey. Relax, trust the process, and enjoy the journey. You know, my show is uh, called Journey to Center. And I, I live my life more from center. I am more able to relax and enjoy it and trust the process of life. Because here's the deal. There are a lot of storms on planet Earth. There's a lot of chaos on planet Earth. There's a lot of uncertainty on planet Earth. And if we're looking outside of ourselves to find that sense of safety and answers to the questions like, what is going on here? (laughs) We may never feel safe. We may never get our answers. But as we journey to center with that intention to connect with our hearts, which I've been told is the organ of the soul, which I believe is an aspect of spirit. As we relax into that space of heart, of soul, of spirit, we can be replenished. We can be nurtured. We can be given wisdom. That is where safety is. It's not out there. It's in the sanctuary of our own hearts, the sanctuary of our soul. And it's always there waiting for us. But it's often the last place we tend to look. It's very natural to look outside of ourselves and be caught up in this um, reality of illusion. Maya is a word for illusion. comes from um, Hinduism. It's easy to buy into this dream state of this crazy planet of duality and contrast. But boy, it can be dizzying and confusing if we really give too much power to it. And even these days, if I don't take that time to turn inward and upward and start my day in that way of um, intention and gratitude and marination, I call it marination sometimes rather than meditation because it's, that's what it feels like to me, marinating in God's love. People resist meditation, but how can you not want to marinate in God's love, right? As I do that, my life works. If I forget for even a day or if I don't do it, for even a day, I feel a little bit disoriented. I feel a little bit wonky. I feel a little bit weird. And then I think to myself, gosh, I never, ever used to do this at all. Or I would take weeks off when I started doing it. And now it's like, I can't <laughs> not do this every day. Or I start to lose my way. And to me, that is scary. That's It's painful. It's confusing. So that's something I would certainly recommend to anybody that hangs out with me and, and my clients. It's like, please start every day just connecting with your own heart. 
it will guide you and bless you and lead you in ways that maybe aren't logical, maybe make, don't, don't make a lot of intellectual sense. But um, I think if we rely on our minds <laughs> to guide us in this world, we're going to get lost. It's our hearts that are the true compass that will guide us on the, the path that God would have us walk for our highest good and the highest good of all concerned. So I hope that um, you are connecting with your heart, that you are listening to the profound wisdom that resides in the very center of yourself because it's there. And sometimes it can take a little bit of time to hone in and really tune in to that voice. Some people are like, well, I got nothing. Well, we need to be patient. The wisdom of the soul whispers. So we need to quiet the, the yelling of the mind, the fear, and uh, get into that space of peace and comfort and grace. That's when we can really start to tune in to that, that um, radio network, if you will, <laughs> that can usher in that uh, more wise, honest, truthful, authentic, empowered um, wisdom, the messages that your soul and God has just for you. My life doesn't make a lot of intellectual sense these days because I allow my heart to start to inform me and guide me. This isn't the life I expected at all. Thought I was going to live in LA, write some more self-help books, be really out there lifting people up in a, a significant way. And it's not that I'm not, it's just a more gentle way, which is actually better for my constitution. I'm like an awkward, clumsy butterfly, <laughs> not built for heavy lifting. And I finally got to the place of accepting that it's okay. It's how I'm made. So I had to accept the qualities they like about me and accept with affection the qualities that I don't. And it's helped me understand who I am. And it's helped me tune in to accept and share my greater gifts with the world. I think if I was still resisting and fighting those qualities I didn't like about myself, I would never have gotten to this place in my life of such beauty, such miracle, such grace. I'm sitting right here now with you and I'm looking out my window and there are hummingbirds. I have hummingbird feeders around my office and we're uh, looking in here right now. And it's such a sweet, gentle, magical life. And after I'm done with my radio show, I'm going to hang out with my horse, who I call my earthly unicorn. And he's just the sweetest, sweetest soul. It's such um, a beautiful life of gentleness, of grace, of ease, of surprise, gifts, miracles, and synchronicity. And I think God wants to gift every single one of us with things that would feed our heart and soul, but our mind doesn't often know what that would be. We have to surrender what we think we want. We have to surrender the mind being in the driver's seat and asking that deeper part of us, our soul or even God to drive. And it's a relief when we can be an active passenger in our own life with a wide open heart, wide open eyes to be able to see the miracles and the blessings, to be able to receive the gifts and the grace, the bounty, the beauty that is really destined for us. Your perfect life filled with grace, ease, joy, prosperity, synchronicity, and great love is there for you, but you're never going to manifest that life from living in that place of your mind, from being in control. It's about surrendering 
It's about partnering. It's about yielding to God. I found it's that simple and that difficult. And I've yielded repeatedly. It's not like something you do want. Somebody's like, well, I used to meditate. Well, that's great. But it's sort of like saying I used to work out. (laughs) We like to eat every day or almost every day, right? It's important to work out consistently. It's what we do consistently that helps us create our lives, not what we do once in a while or what we used to do. My life works because I consistently, in a disciplined way, invite God in every day. And they say that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. I have found the most important moments of the day are the ones that I start with. It's like how I get out of bed on the right side and start my day on the right foot. It's because I invite God in and I relax. I surrender. I yield and I align. And uh, it's ushered me on a path that is highly unexpected. I never meant to have horses. How did this happen? Not only do I have Samson, my unicorn, now I have a dragon and my beautiful Frisian, which has always been my dream horse. That was unexpected. A very distant friend had a Frisian and said, I think I need to find a new home for him. My husband's like, you want a Frisian? I'm like, what? Yeah. Next thing I knew, he's buying 10 acres and we're building an arena in our house. And my whole life is these magical, magical, magical animals. And I had no idea how deeply this would replenish my soul. I guess I did as a child because I was always obsessed with drawing horses and looking at horses and reading about horses. Had never been around them. And now after all this crazy experience of life where I got to do what I thought I wanted to do, I ask God and I feel like I've come full circle. And now I have these magical beasts, these hummingbirds, this unicorn, this dragon, this incredible magical life that is highly unexpected. But I had to be willing to relinquish control and say, God, you decide. You drive. I devote myself to you every day. And now I know without a shadow of a doubt that God is love and God wants to love us. God wants to guide us. God wants to gift us and bless us. But in order to do that, we need to be in pretty consistent relationship with him or her, however you want to describe that energy of love that is turning the planets around the sun and turning embryos into babies and is responsible for the planets and the animals and nature and the beating of your heart. I hope that you know that you are love, that the qualities that make you unique and wonderful and awesome that you're proud of are indeed amazing. But perhaps there's even more information and the things that you haven't found easy affection and acceptance for. Consider those things. Be compassionate with those qualities and find a way to integrate them into the unique beingness that is you to become more whole so that you can usher in grace, ease, peace, joy, blessings, maybe unexpected surprises and ever-expanding love because you deserve it. We all do. I like the saying, all of God's children are special and none of God's children are special because we're all the same stuff. That really helped me understand I'm not inferior and I'm not superior because none of us are. We're all the same stuff. 
So now anytime I see someone behaving in a way that they feel or that they're portraying themselves as so superior, I have compassion. It's a painful way to live. It's just as painful as feeling less than because we're all the same stuff. Each and every one of us was created with a primary ingredient of love, yet we are unique and extraordinary and spectacular and imperfect, but perfect as we become more loving, accepting, more compassionate. And as we do this for ourselves, those are the qualities we ripple out into the world and we can heal this world from the inside out. And I hope you are celebrating and enjoying the unique expression of the divine that you are. You are incredible. You are a miracle. You are gorgeous. You are glorious. You are the child in whom God is well pleased. And I'm so, so, so grateful for your presence in my life. Please be in touch. Let me know how you're thinking, how you're feeling, what you're doing. Is anything I'm sharing here resonating for you? Are you disagreeing? Are you inspired to open your mind and heart a little bit deeper to the truth of who you are? Or do you think I'm on crack? <laughs> I'm open to hearing anything you have to share. Be in touch with me. TammyBPhD at gmail.com. Be in touch with me on Facebook, Journey to Center. Write to me. Talk to me. Speak with me, TammyBPhD.com. Just please know that I'm grateful for you. I'm sending you blessings of grace, ease, joy. God gives ever-expanding love, and I adore you. Thank you. God bless you. Onward and upward. Bye for now. Bye for now.